This is the Word of God from the household of David Church. It is a message designed to raise men after God's own heart. Listen and be blessed. Oh, we give a praise. I cast my crown before the highest royal sea. I am undeniable, your glorious majesty. I cast my crowns, I cast my crowns before your highest royalty. I come undeniable. Worship his name. Jesus, your name is power. Jesus, your name, we worship you. Worship you. We bless your name. Hallelujah. You are risen from the dead. You are the Lord of Lords. You are the mighty one. King of kings and Lord of Lords. 
Master of the universe, we bless your name, we worship you. You died and you rose again. Blessed be your name. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. We worship you. We give you praise. We lift up your name. Thank you, Lord. We worship you. We give you praise. We lift up your name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah to your name. Hallelujah to your name. Oh, Father, we give you praise. We worship you. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Jesus, we magnify your name in this place. Blessed be your name. There is something coming on everybody right now. Is the fragrance of the presence of God, the fragrance of the Father. Something is on you. And people around you will notice. Is the aura of His presence just been splashed all over people this morning? And that is smell that your life gives. It's His blessing. It's His blessing over you this morning. We give you praise, we give you praise, we give you praise, we give you praise, we give you praise. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, we honor you this morning. We bless you. We give you praise. Thank you. In Jesus' name. Because I just want to pray for the people. But are you set? Okay, let's read Numbers 22 that we read for service again. Verse 12. If you were not at the first service, of course, many of you were not there. So I'm, I'm sure you watched or somehow. So I'm just going to continue from where I stopped then. But let's make reference to something that we said for service. So the Bible says, And God said to Balaam, Thou shalt not go with them. Thou shalt not curse the people, for they are blessed. Wow. God has a system in place that makes it impossible for certain people to be cursed. Hallelujah. And every saint must be familiar with that system. And I want to show you one. The first and the foundation of it all is that through Jesus Christ, the blessing of Abraham has come upon every Christian. So you are blessed in Christ. Hallelujah. If any man be in Christ, part of what he has inherited is the blessing. But there are dimensions. There are faces. And I want to show you a face today, which is what my assignment is this morning. So, God said to Balaam, he tried, even after God told him, he still tried to curse the people. As he stood, he looked, Bible said, he saw the uttermost part of them. Which means, Balaam saw a part of them, what they were, uh, what they were then. But he did not see the fullness of what they will soon become. 
and he tried to speak and then God turned it to blessing and he tried it the second time and God turned it to a blessing and he tried it the third time and God turned it to a blessing and then he began to announce to the king that I had him that see not only have I blessed them they are going to destroy you because God said to Abraham in Genesis 12 when he called Abraham out I told you God feels or God believes that a man can function properly without the blessing. So when God created man in Genesis chapter 1, the first thing he did was to bless man. When Adam missed it and he started a new generation through Noah, Genesis chapter 8 and chapter 9, he blessed Noah. As soon as he stepped out of the ark, God blessed them. Then Noah caused his son. Then God blessed Abraham again. So in Genesis chapter 12, I want to read something to you today. You know, you are going to leave this place full of boldness. And then, most importantly, you will see this result in your life. Shout a living amen. Hallelujah. Because the Bible said, I shall come that this blessing shall come upon you and overtake you. So there is a dimension of the blessing com coming upon you. There is a higher dimension where it overtakes you. That means it's, you know, it's like a river. That Ezekiel says, Ezekiel 47. There is to everything of the spirit, you have ankle deep, you have kneel, you have waist. You can't swim in a water that is ankle deep. Even though you are said to be inside water, but if it is at your ankle, you cannot swim. In fact, you can't enjoy swimming at kneel. What you can swim in begins at the waist. But if you are an excellent swimmer, you enjoy the one that covers you. Maybe five feet and above or six feet and above. That's what you, you enjoy. Hallelujah. And if it's more than nine feet, you can even die from a height inside. And not hit your head if you're a good swimmer. So, <laughs> amen. Are you with me? Now, the Bible says, Genesis 12, 1. I want to read something to you. This is part of your inheritance. But we want to get into the practicality of how this works. Now, God said to Abraham, God has said before, Get thee out of thy country from thy father's, from, from father's house unto a land that I will show you. Verse 2. And I will make thee a great nation. How? I will bless thee. What separates you from your father's house is the blessing. It does not allow what is running to run into your life. It said, I make thy name great and thou shalt be a blessing. There is a reason for the blessing in your life. When it overtakes you, it begins to affect other people. So you are a blessing to people, not a liability to people. Verse 3. Then he said this, I will bless them that bless thee, and curse him that curseth thee, and in thee shall all the families of the earth be. In other words, Abraham, something is going to come upon you right now. What people get from you is equal, is as a result of what they do to you. If somebody comes and he blesses you, he's blessed. There is a system in your life. That when it is interacted with positively, they get a positive result. But when somebody tries to attack you, the same because it's a two-edged sword. Are you getting what I'm saying? But later, many, many years later, God showed Abraham when Abraham died. Now that you are gone, how will your descendants continue to enjoy this blessing? So I want to say briefly to this morning, the blessing has to be reinforced from time to time. Sit down. Are you with me? The Bible talks about Jesus Christ. Hebrews 
Hebrews 7. So there are things that Jesus does. And a man of God can do also. A Christian can do because First John 3, 17. As he is, so are we. As he is, so are we. Are you with me? Jesus trusts so much in the leadership that he has provided for the church. And I will explain why I'm talking this way for in a while. Jesus believes so much. So in the book of Revelation, when John saw him, he saw seven stars in his hand. And he said, these seven stars are seven angels. That word angel, angelos was actually saying that seven pastors of the seven churches that John wrote the letter to. So Jesus walks through the authority of his church. Now, please pay attention to this. What will happen in your life should not be determined by any other force outside two things, your mouth and the church you belong to. In other words, the spiritual authority you submit to, so your mouth, your mouth, your mouth, your mouth, you, your mouth, what you say about yourself, what you believe about yourself, and the spiritual authority covering you are the two things that, are, that can bless or curse. Are you with me? Did somebody just get that? If I say to you that you are blessed and you are a member of this church and any prophet anywhere says something else, you will only be a victim if you believe what he says. Because you don't belong to that clan and you cannot. The cause of the costless shall not come. Is somebody hearing me? God reckon, this is also why, except the only, that's why there is the only person that can speak a word and that can affect you maybe your parents that's physically now and or anybody whose authority biologically you respect now neighbor might not be able to say something that will affect you the only way someone else outside that can something that can affect you is for them to tap into the spirit so maybe it's a diabolical person a witch or so can say something and it will affect a non-christian are you getting what I'm saying? So in those days, there were men in the villages who could cause people and things would happen. Because our spiritual office gives you authority to do what you cannot do naturally. And I'm going to show you Deuteronomy 34 again now. We read that last week. So it was Jacob that caused Reuben, his firstborn, for sleeping with his wife. And I think we went a bit into that last Sunday. Now, it was Moses. So let's go to Deuteronomy 34. Deuteronomy 34. And the Bible says, uh, sorry, 33 rather. Thank you. 33 verse 1. 33 verse 1. Thank you. And this is the blessing where Moses, the man of God. Who do you call a man of God? And sincerely, when you come here, what do you believe about what is going on here? What do you believe about this church and this author? It has a lot to do. I don't know how many of you recall all the testimonies read today. You can be in the same place. You know, Jesus one day stopped and he asked the disciples, he said, who do you think that I am? And he was shocked at different answers coming from the disciples. I told a lady here, the fact that I don't talk about things I see and somebody comes to bamboozle with visions and the rest. I said, just check the lives of people in the church. If I ask to stand up now, how many people were coming here on a bike and who had their own car who had built their own house? Now, I'm still a tenant. 
If I ask them to stand up, it will shock you the number we are going to count here. We spend the millions every month. Who are the people giving all these things? Do you know how much this all costs? This is not 10 million, this is not 15 million, this is not 18 million per year. This all. And we have never owed them once. This all is more than 20 million per year. And we have never owed once. I am explaining something. This church started with several people. There is a blessing. And you need to understand. It grieves me when people go, you know, oh God. Hallelujah. I've told you before, those who want to do a party in this church, a wedding, some of our leaders, two the actual leaders, and the, the mother of one was so concerned that a prophet said that he should not do a big party. I said, in our church, the wedding that we're already planning, the rice we are going to eat, they should not do party. And she was scared. And the prophet said it to her. And the I said, Ma, I don't know what will happen outside there. If the party takes place here, nothing. I will attend. I said, Mommy, hold me responsible if anything happens. When the meeting started, the mom sat at the back. She was still afraid. But towards the end, she saw that. I asked her a question. I don't know the prophet you are talking about, Ma. I said, But out of the prophet and the word of God, who is more powerful? I said, God has said to me that no evil shall befall them. I don't need to tell you of a vision. That's why some of my encounters with God, I don't tell people. Because you will start thinking of me more highly than you should. Secondly, if somebody says the Lord appeared to me and touched my hand, that's how I can heal the sick. You will not have the confidence to pray for the sick because the Lord has not touched your own hand. But Jesus has said to you that go, this sign shall fall them that believe. In my name they shall cast out, they shall lay their hands on the sick. He does not need to repeat it again. His words are eternal. Are you getting what I'm saying? You should have confidence in the word of God and vision. Africa needs to be careful of these things. I told them for service, if anybody ever says, you see, all you females in your family, ah, they're going to have delays. The reason why there will be delays is when you believe what the person has just said. He has just sentenced you to delay. Hallelujah. Listen to me. Even if it's correct and you reject it, you have just terminated that affliction that day. These are the things we've experimented even as young guys when we're young. Are you following what I'm saying? Praise the Lord. So, but I want to begin on this note that if I stand before you and I say to you as a member of your that you are blessed, that is the one that counts. It does not matter. And guess what? If you are coming there this morning and somebody has pronounced some things on you, as we begin to pray, now Holy speak, it ends right here, right now. If there is any funny pattern in any life, it ends right now, today. Are you following what I'm saying? So, Reuben was the one, or Jacob was the one that caused Reuben. And Moses just came. Bible called Moses a name, a man of God. That means a man with the word of God in his mouth. And Moses began to say, in verse 3 or 4, that was when he released Reuben, when he blessed Reuben. He didn't bother to say, you know, Jacob, your father said, so I'm counting what you just say. He just blessed. And verse 5. And he was killed. 6. And one where he blessed Reuben. Let Reuben live let, and not die, and let his men be, not be few. That was the day something just, something, because the father said, You, Reuben, shall not excel. I bring you down. I reduce your productivity. And when Moses came, he said, No, I remove that. He said, Let Reuben, let his men not be few. In order, we'll begin to expand. And I saw where we read in verse 12 of, 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 of Numbers 22. 
God told Balaam that you cannot curse these people. Why? He said they are blessed. How does this happen? So look at what Moses did. It's what I'm about to do. And I'm going to explain. A curse or a blessing is as strong as the authority behind it. Parental authority very strong. But spiritual authority is stronger. Otherwise, parents whose children are cursed. Maybe there is a curse in the family. Maybe they don't just get married or they don't give birth to children. If parental authority was more powerful, they would have upturned, they would have turned the course around. I get what I'm saying. There are many parents watching their children languishing in terrible condition and they can't do anything about it. If parental authority were to be higher, then witchcraft will not work on anybody. Because all you need to do is that when your mom says you are blessed, no matter what another person is saying, it does not work. But we know there are many people that their parents are even fasting and praying for them and things are not still well with them. Why? In the scheme of things, spiritual authority first. And with spiritual authority, the one you submit to and you believe in, you don't have to believe in everybody and put yourself under bondage. Are you getting what I'm saying? Praise the Lord. Maybe I should also say this, that if your parents are still alive and they are not blessing you, please go look for their blessing. In this journey we call life, you need it. I would have taken you through the Bible. So, Isaac finally called Jacob and blessed him. But in Genesis 32, Jacob saw an angel and the angel blessed him. He had one dimension after the other. You need all the dimensions. You don't get what I'm saying. When Isaac blessed him, it should have, that should have been enough. But Jacob recognized that this is parental blessing. It has its place. There is also a need for spiritual. That parental blessing did not exactly change his name. Hey! Are you with me? In 32, when he said, an angel appeared and they were wrestling because all his life, Laban, even though his father blessed him, he got to Laban's house and Laban started cheating him. He served seven years for Rachel. They gave him Leah and told him to serve on us. He said, you change my wages ten times. They changed the terms of agreement on Jacob ten good times. And when he was talking to his wives, he told them what he suffered. He said, anyone, any animal killed by lion, I bore the loss. Your father made me pay for it. He said, day and night, when it was raining or it was under the sun, I was on the field working for your father. He said, what do I have to show for this? But one night, he realized that even though my parents blessed me, something is still lacking in my life. So when the angel wrestled, they break. He told the angel, he said, I will not let you go unless you bless me. The angel could have said, but your father blessed you. He said, no, there is another blessing I need. My father blessed me, but that hasn't changed certain things in my life. And the angel said that there is one thing lacking. What is your name? I think I read to Jabez last week. His mother called him Jabez in sorrow. And Jabez looked up to God one day and said, enough of this yoke. And the Bible says he became more honorable than his brethren. Let's... There are people after this service. You are going to be the honor that is going to come upon your life from today will be unusual. From the back, many are going to the front. This is a service to shift men into what God has prepared for them. Everything that God has spoken about you, every plan that God has, which are plans of good and not evil, that you haven't been able to step into in the name of Jesus Christ, this week you enter into all of them. Shout a louder amen. 
Maybe we are more angels than human beings in this service. Something is happening there. Are you, are you with me? So, so are, you, are you getting what I'm saying? So the angel gave him the spiritual parts. And Jacob started leaping. Even after the father cursed him, Esau still wanted to kill him. But when the angel finished blessing him and disappeared, Esau saw him and just broke down and started something, a shift had taken place. The Bible said the angel blessed him there. And that's what we're about to do this morning. Because there is a command. So, if anybody who speaks a word, it's according to the power. So, Jacob was a father. And he had authority over the child. But Moses was a man of God. His own authority came from God. I get what I'm saying. Balaam was a very, very powerful prophet. The king had of his reputation. Balaam was so powerful that even God did not let him say those words. He turned it to blessing. God would have said, I say whatever you like, I know happen. But God must have had a bit of respect for Balaam's dimension. And God said, No, you are not going to say those words. Instead of cursing, you are going to bless them. And when he could not cause the third time, he turned to the king that had, he said, You, you, even you, they are destroying you. He told them what will happen. The spirit of sorcery was so strong on him that when the physical Balaam died, it became a spirit that happened in Revelation chapter 2 and chapter 3. Doctrine of Balaam. Are you, are you following me? Meaning the error of Balaam, actually, spirits. Hey. So you look at what authority. So Moses came after spending time with God. And he said, Reuben, I'm more qualified than your father. I am younger than Jacob, but I can bless you. And he did. Now, remember, always put, just remember the authority behind it. What am I doing? What am, why am I doing what I'm doing this morning? Now, I say this after every service, and many of you don't know the depth of what we close the service with. I want to show you again why we say nothing is not why I say that the Lord calls face to shine upon you. Number 623. Let's read again. Remember, some words in the Bible came directly from God. Some were words of men, some were prophets or prophets. But this one came from God. Now, this is what God said. God said to Moses, speak to Aaron and to his sons. Thank God he didn't say Aaron only. On this, even though we belong to Melchizedek and not from the tribe of Aaron. On this why you shall bless the children of Israel, saying to them, The Lord bless thee and keep thee. Don't worry, I will say it again at the end. He <laughs> say amen now, fine, but we are going to end with this. The Lord bless thee and keep thee. Next verse, the Lord makes his face to shine upon thee and be gracious to thee. Verse 26, the Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. Look at the concluding verse. This is very powerful. And they shall put eyes. Oh, the Bible said the name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous runs into it and he is saved. God is saying to Moses, Aaron has the ability he can take my name and put it like a garment on people. So when you see those people, it is the Lord you see. That is why whatever you do to them comes back to you. There is a law at work in them. If you stone them, it will not hit them. It will hit you. Now if you give to them, you are blessed for giving to them. When the service is over, suddenly, everyone will realize that when they treat you well, good things will start coming to them. And that an attempt to block you is an effort in futility. Glory to God. Hi. Hallelujah.
I have seen wives in this order before. I remember some stories when I was growing up that the husband would maltreat her. Nothing worked for the man. Until the wife just said, I bless you. Everything pick up. You can't chance that kind of woman. The man wants to go for an interview and say, can we just agree together? And mighty things were happening. But the man didn't know that he, too can, he could have worked in the same thing himself. So God said to Moses, if Aaron, now how often should Aaron do this regularly? Regularly. You know why? As you walk around the world, you lose conscious of what I've just said now. God's people still sing. I'm not talking about adultery or fornication. You shouldn't be found around that arena. But God does not even categorize it. But some have implications more than others. Well, you can tell a lie now and say, I'm sorry. If you pregnate a lady, you cannot say, I'm sorry, and the pregnancy to come down. <laughs> yes, you are sorry. But the, the, the effect of your sorry stays like that. Are you following what I'm So that's very important to know. And <laughs> praise the Lord. Are you, are you with me? <laughs> so I'm saying that as people walk around, they get into anger, they get into wrong words. Some of you watch things you should not watch. You do a lot of things. This is the reason for the washing of the feet. Peter said, Lord, you must watch. Jesus said, you have had your bad. There's no point. I'm not trying to take your bad for you. And washing your feet means your feet represent your parts in life. It gets dirty from time to time. One unclean thought, one wrong word, one this, one that one. There is need for constant. In this, that's what the blood of Jesus does for us. But also in the world we walk in, there are curses around the world everywhere. Everywhere. Sometimes there's a downfall they are telling you that it's not go better for you. You see all those things on the road. Police, the whole world, because the world is cursed. As you move around, it's as if there are webs and deaths everywhere. So God told Moses, tell Aaron, he must do this constantly. When they assemble together, it should not always, it should never stop to put my name on them. Constantly, well, doesn't mean that it wanes with time. I don't know. It says so. Reinforce it. Make sure regularly my name is on them. So wherever they appear, they appear under my protection. Wherever they appear, they get results according to me, not according to what they have done. Hallelujah. You see, this is why it's important to be in church. Hallelujah. And you know, this is the New Testament. Now, you yourself, you are a priest. Actually, you can also decree this thing on yourself. But everybody has authority that you submit to. I don't know how many people have told me what prophet, one prophet said or the other. I just, I said, you know what? I don't see any vision about this matter. This is what the Bible says. Believe this thing. Nothing or so will happen to all of them. Not one has been a victim of one of those things. What those people said. Not one. I said that this thing is so simple. We are talking about eternal words. We are talking about what somebody said. That is the reason why you are here. It is God that arranges where each one of us will be. And like Moses, the man of God, I'm about to speak to everybody here. Hallelujah. And it does not matter what has been. A change is happening right now. So I want to put the name of the Lord on everybody here. And that name terminates everything that is not of God. You are blessed. You are, you are a blessed generation. Oh, thank you, Jesus.
As the first service was ending, a word came. No yoke will stand. And I'm saying the same word. No yoke. Nothing that no yoke, no yoke. It does not matter the origin of where the yoke is come. No yoke, no yoke will stand. You are under an atmosphere of glory. I stand in the name of Jesus Christ. As the priest of the Most High God. In his name, that is the all-powerful name, the name of Jesus. I bring you a blessing. I put the name of the Lord on you by saying, The Lord bless you. And the Lord keeps you. The Lord causes his face to shine upon you. And be gracious to you. The Lord lifts up his countenance upon you. And gives you peace. Peace when you go out. Peace when you come in. You are productive. Whatever you get involved with prospers. The works of your hand, they are blessed. Your home is blessed. Your body is blessed. Nothing missing, nothing broken. In the name of Jesus Christ, you are brought into the blessing. Whoever blesses you is blessed. Whoever causes you is cursed. No negative thing can stick to you. In the name of Jesus Christ, you live this life in prosperity. You live in victory. You are like a tree planted by the riverside. You bring forth your fruit in season. Your leaves will never wither. Whatever you do, you prosper. In the name of Jesus Christ, light is shining on your path. You are of God. In the name of Jesus. I want to show you something. When the name of the Lord is put on you like this. In Deuteronomy 28, God told them the effects. Verse 10. Deuteronomy 28, verse 10. I want, to, I want you to read this together. And all the people of the earth shall see. Ah, they will see that thou art called by the name of the Lord and they shall be afraid of you. The meaning is respect. They shall see that thou art called by the name or the name covers you. I was on Maryland around Lagos Country Club in the night one day driving and there was traffic and this heavy guy just pounced on the side of my car and he said, your phone. And I was actually, because there was traffic, so I was looking through my phone. And I said, no. He looked at me. And he told the other guy to block me at the other side. So I, just, I was just looking at the two of them. I said, no. I said, if you need me to give money, you ask for it. But you cannot stop. I said, so I'm not giving you anything. He put his head inside the car with the phone in my hand. And he didn't see what to bring out peace to and for some reason, he just removed his head, moved back, 
and turned away and went to rob someone else. They shall, all the earth shall know that thou art called by the name of the Lord. Fear does not mean put run away from you, no. It means that, but anybody that is for evil will flee before you. Why other people will respect you? They will not know why, but they will perceive that the Lord is with you. So it affects what happens around you. They shall know. They shall know. They shall know. White beasts will not come around you. If anybody here has been given any negative prophecy, or if any negative word has been spoken over anybody, by the power of the blood of Jesus and from the position of the priest of the Most High, I cancel those prophecies. Not one of them will come to pass. No negative pronouncement will come to pass. Because you are a blessed generation. Hallelujah. Nothing limits your expansion anymore. Nothing limits your increase anymore. First service, the Lord showed me someone and I said it, but it might apply to someone else. So if you always get results less than your efforts, you are not eligible. This is what you know. That when you put in so much and do so much, if at all it will come out well, a little, just something little. You have never experienced where you are surprised by results. You are always disappointed by results. I get what I'm saying. You are always disappointed. It's not becoming a norm. Anytime you put in someone, you labor for something, you come up with an idea, so when it's going to happen at all, it happens far less than what you think it should be. Do you know, I speak to you by the Spirit of God in the name of Jesus, that, that, that issue ends right now. From now, instead of shame, you have double honor. Begin to have results beyond your efforts. Because that is God's plan. That is God's plan. The invisible things of God can be understood by visible things. When you take a grain of corn and you plant it, it does not yield one grain. Am I right? Even if all you have is one full corn, there are how many grains of one corn? God uses natural things to let you know the way he thinks. That when you plant one, he expects you to have many. It's not God's plan that people should have less than what they are. He should have far more. And he has put it there, that way. Yes. One woman can give out to five children, six children. Everything God has created, he made them that way. You plant a tree, several mangoes on it. It is God's plan. That when you give something, what should come out of your life should be much more than what you are, the effort you are putting in. Yes. For every one million you invest, you should have several tens of millions. That's God's plan. Otherwise, life becomes very boring, full of darkness. But that is happening to you now. Productivity. Lift up hands and give him thanks. It is already done. I see, I see a new day. I see a new moment. I see new things happening to everybody. Oh, glory to God in the highest. Blessed be the name of the Lord. We worship you, we give you praise. Blessed be your name. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. If someone blessed this morning, give God praise.
I, sick person here, I announce to you that by his stripes we were healed already. So you are healed right now. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. Blessed be your name. We give you praise. We give you praise. We worship you. Hello, thank you for watching us. We don't want this to end without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. You know, um, after listening to God's word like this, and you have never made Jesus Christ the Lord of your life, it's an opportunity to come to him. And it's a simple process because he has made all things available. I want to implore you now to give your heart to Christ. And by saying these words, because giving your heart to Christ must be done consciously. He has paid the price. Say after me, say, Lord Jesus, I come to you. I believe that you died for me and that you rose again. I believe that you shed your blood for my justification. I accept your finished work right now and I confess that you are the Lord of my life. I believe in you. Thank you, Jesus. If you have said those words, you are actually born again, a new creation in Christ. Join us for more of this. God bless you.